Hey sis, welcome to Beyond the Military Podcast, where faith-led military women overcome burnout and create more balance. Just imagine having enough time to focus on your faith, family, and have more fun while still serving as a woman leader. In this podcast, you will walk away with the tools to help you navigate the busy life of a military woman, organize your mind, overcome overwhelm, create a prioritization playbook, and a balanced blueprint for integrating faith, family, and career yeses in that order. Hi, I'm Wendy Ray, woman of God, wife, mama of two, army veteran, and certified life coach. And I'm here to help you create a life of meaning outside of the military, a life of laughter, joy, and intentional free time. If you are ready to overcome burnout and create balance as a faith-led military woman, sis, this podcast is for you. So loosen up your laces and grab your coffee because it's time to step into freedom and peace. Hello, ladies, and welcome to episode 131. How are you doing? I hope that you're enjoying your week. I hope that you're ready for today's episode, for today's topic, because today we are touching on part two on how to focus on consistent action after making your post-military career plan. Because as we all know, we are humans and there's always so many things going on. So many things are distracting us daily. And that's just the world we're living in. And I mean, can we blame our generation? We sure can, because this is where we are. And there are a lot of things out there that are just not only distracting us mentally, but also emotionally. And if you've been tuning in and listening for or sticking with me for the last 130 episodes, one, I want to say thank you for tuning in. And two, I want to also emphasize that you also understand the importance of what we are constantly thinking about, what we are constantly filtering, um, the thoughts that are coming, not only um, probably more often than, than not, and how we can better not only use the model to be intentional with how we want to feel and what we want to do, because ultimately, you know, we aren't perfect. And we are not only humans that are always um, in this pleasurable wanting to fulfill our fleshly desire, because it's just so much easier. And it feels better than having to go through any pain or having to go through any discomfort, or honestly put any effort. And, you know, I'm one of them. I love to just relax and not think of things that or all the things that I need to get done or the things that are coming up because if I do I get overwhelmed and I start stressing out and then I get anxious because that's just kind of like my nature of who I've been um, as not only a younger uh, version of me but also kind of how I was wired and as you all know in the military everything is like do yesterday or two weeks ago and you have to do it like right away but then you find yourself sometimes waiting or sometimes you find yourself um you know submitting things late just because of the so many things that you have going on right like you have a family you have time that you want to dedicate you know to others and not only that you're always on a go 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 in a very fast-paced environment so of course there's going to be so many things coming up we're constantly going to be exhausted, overwhelmed. But at the same time, you know, how do we manage that, right? Like, how do we continue to stay consistent or at least be okay with taking small steps, taking 
you know, even if it's actions here and there for a, um, a, a bigger plan that you have in the next three to five years. And that's why I want to focus on this because, like I mentioned in the previous episode, 130, many of us, especially women, we want to not only prolong our planning when it comes to the transition and not only like our career. I was actually just having this conversation um, with another uh, veteran. She got out a couple years ago and we pretty much connected and she mentioned how she wished she would have started sooner um, when it comes to thinking about not only her transition, but also her relationship life. And I thought that was very interesting because we do this a lot and it doesn't have to be specifically with a relationship. It could be with, you know, how to spend more time with your kids, how to spend more time, you know, in this hobby, how to better prepare yourself in a different area of your life. It could be financially. It could be, you know, with a business that you've always wanted to start or again, this additional hobby that you wanted to pick up but never did because you were so focused and you were in the grind, the everyday grind, and yet not really um, take the time to focus on the other part that also, you know, not only is who you are, but also this person that you're going to continue to evolve into. And so based on what I talked about in the last episode and really the last three episodes on how we start planning and why it's important to plan, you know, the the things, the the milestones that you need to look into, and also how can you embrace this change, this transition, regardless of what it could be, if you are already out of the military or if you're still in the military and you're like, hey, I have no idea when I'm getting out, but I think it may be sooner than later. It may be in the next five years. It may be the next 10 years. It may be next year. It, it doesn't really, um, the, the, the time frame doesn't necessarily matter per se. Of course, yes, there's, you know, if you're getting out in the next six months, of course, yeah, you may want to you know, um, do something sooner than later. But at the same time, you want to build that skill of planning for the next uh, three years because it's something that you want to continue to focus on. And I get it. And I've mentioned this before, and I'm sure you know this better than I do. Our plans never go 100% how we plan it. There's always going to be a fraggle. There's always going to be, you know, life that happens. There will always sometimes even be better options, right? Maybe instead of, you know, um, you saving or getting out of debt in, a, in, you know, three years, you did it in a year. W- way better, right? Maybe, you know, something happened that um, made a pivot to your plan or shifted. Maybe you're, you're thinking on a specific, um, a specific area of your life. So again, I just want to emphasize that whatever you plan, of course, at the end of the day, it's God's plan. At the end of the day, you know, his plan for you is much bigger and better than what you can ever imagine. So still having this in place or being able to at least maneuver from where you are now into the possibility or the opportunities that are, that are available is so much better than being overwhelmed or just sitting and relaxing in autopilot. And now, you know, that you have the transition, it could be medically, it could be, you know, maybe now you decided to start a family. It could be, you know, you're now dual military, or maybe now, you know, you have a child or a family member that needs more care. And now you have to 
physically attend to them. And so you want to be ready no matter what. And I know that this is so much easier than said, trust me, because I never took the time to plan my transition because I just didn't think that that was an opportunity for me that was going to benef benefit me in the long run. And this is why I want to really focus on this topic because for the most part, as I mentioned before in the previous episode, we go into consumption mode. We go into ways that we not necessarily intentionally, but unconsciously distract ourselves from so that we don't have to think about this, so that we don't have to um, really be in this um, thinking of, okay, what could the possibilities be of me starting a new career or starting all over again? Because that's really what scares us, right? We're like, oh my gosh, we don't want to start all over. Who are we going to be? Our identity changes and it's a new environment. And oh my gosh, like I am not mentally, emotionally ready. And there's so many things that I want to do in the military. And not taking away from what you want to continue to do or whatever career you're in, career field. But what about the possibilities of what you could be doing in the next couple of years? And with that, it begins with us letting go of that identity. And that is really kind of like the foundation of how you will remain consistent because th this is what's scary. And at least for, for most of us, the scariest part is who will we be? And I wish that question was different instead of like us thinking of like, oh no, we're no longer going to have this rank or I am no longer going to be active duty. I am no longer going to have the security, right, of, you know, finances or just everything taken care of. And so when we, you know, immediately go into fear or our mind or primitive brain likes to keep us safe, we immediately um, take, take this, this, um, this identity that we have as a loss, as if we will never be this person ever again, or we're going to have to start all over. And so when we go into this like mentality of one scarcity that it's, it's not going to, you know, it's, it's better here than over there because that's not true. We go into like this whole like all or nothing thinking as well. We think that nothing that we may even consider may work in the military. I mean, uh, outside of the military. And all that we're doing now is working. So why not stay not only comfortable, secure, safe, but also <clears throat> in this environment where you know um, or you at least have some predictability of what that looks like versus the very uncertain and you have no idea who you're going to be like, what do you mean I'm going to be Wendy instead of Captain Ray? What do you mean I'm not going to have a, an actual position? I'm going to have to just be this woman <laughs> that just has no title or slash position. And so I want to offer you today that one, you want to start with who you are, like where or or how have you described yourself as who you are, not only as you as an individual, but who you are based on who God says you are. And I think I've said this a couple episodes before on, you know, who God says you are versus who we think we are, because it's very different. And for the most part, we want to describe ourselves as we are this individual, this woman in the military, married mom with this degree, this much money in the bank, whatever that might look like for you. 
But ultimately, like, who does God say you are as your, your father and you as his daughter? And how do you want to elaborate that? Not only within your mind, within your heart, but also out loud, right? Like, who are you? And by that, I mean, and I, I've talked about this before, um, Defined is a book that I we've read, um, a part of my book club. And this was, um, I think, early this year. Yeah, it had to have been early this year. And when I tell you that this book is a must read, you have to go get it. It's Define Who God Says You Are. Because it's um, it not only really talks about the 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 word that God has given us of you know the reminders of who we are in Christ but also how confusing we can make it if we don't filter those thoughts if we don't really align and renew our thinking to his word based on how we um you know have been wired from the very beginning right based on what the world says about us what um, others, non-believers believe that is, you know, to be true when it, they're all lies. So highly recommend, if you haven't read this book already, highly recommend that you do because it seriously is something that I, one, had to not only dissect when it came to the word, but also the actual um meaning and how he defined certain things that I didn't even know or realized that I was believing under underneath the surface because we do this all the time. And so this is what I want to offer you too when it comes to understanding who you are. Um not only who you are as you know, as an individual, but also specifically like who God created you to be and why. And as you know, God created you to be you, your own person, right? Like there is no other person like you that he created. He knows everything about you. He was so intentional about you. And he created you for his good purpose, not for anybody else's, not about um, someone that you're comparing yourself to, but just you. And so when we go into like, okay, so who are we? And, you know, who do we want to continue to be? And then you immediately go like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Like he created me for his good purpose. So what am I supposed to do? What is his plan for my life? The truth is that God first wants you to know who he created you to be. And so when you know who you are, you'll act based on who he created you to be. Meaning you won't be confused. Meaning that if you don't fully understand your identity, you will be completely um, aimlessly just out there not knowing how to show up. And so understanding who you are, and again, going back to the word, right? Going to Ephesians 2.10, we are his worksmanship created in Jesus Christ for his good works. And understanding that God defines your identity and not the world, not you, but only God. And so being in this understanding and grounded in not only your faith, grounded in the word, understanding that whatever 
you decide to do, whatever you decide um, that you think that is the best opportunity for you in the future is something that you want to constantly pray about. You want to constantly um, really ask him and continue to ask others, you know, like, what do you see? Like, how would you define me? And really then, you know, define, ask yourself, like, how do you define yourself? That's one thing that I I did and I found really interesting because, of course, there there were like this, this idea of like who I thought I was and then asking, you know, our group of, you know, who do you think, like, how would you define me? And then asking, you know, one of my great friends, like, how would you define who I am as an individual, as your friend? And, you know, every answer was different. Mine was more of like how I wanted to be perceived. And then I immediately thought about this and I was like, okay, well, how do I believe based on how God created me to be affect the way I see myself? And that was, that was really it, right? Like when you can go to his word and remind yourself constantly that he created you to not only um, be as his worksmanship, but also he created you to be wonderfully and fearfully made, or fearfully and wonderfully made. And he knows you so well. And he not only has called you by your name and reminded us, reminded you that you are his. And it just really gives me a whole different perspective, right? Because now I can learn to believe that. I can each and every single day aspire to believe that because it's hard. It really is, especially when you're a sinner, especially when you know you do things wrong every single day as a mom, as a wife, as a leader. When you're like, man, I'm not there yet. I want to be better. But then you get reminded that God created you to be who you are, right? Because especially me, like I get mad quick and I'm not the most patient person, but I know that God created me the way he did. And there's a reason behind that. There's a reason why being patient is my weakness. There's a reason why he wants me to come to him and ask him to help me to be more patient. There's a reason for that. I don't know the reason. He knows it. He's perfect. I don't understand what he understands at that capacity. So who are you, right? It's okay if you are an impatient person. It's okay if you anger easily. My question to you is, is that something that you want to continue to work on and build upon and continue to be reminded that God's got you? He made you fearfully and wonderfully made. And again, being okay with who you are now, even how you would define yourself, but how God defines you is also even better. And so doubt is going to kick in. I'm the one, you know, the first to admit it. And it's supposed to, right? Like, you're not supposed to not doubt yourself. I mean, think about it. Our brain can only handle so much. Yes, there's going to be self-doubt that you are going to, you know, be successful in whatever business. Be the best real estate investor. Be the best mom out there. Of course. But when and when you only focus on what your mind can handle, knowing that, one, the self-doubt is coming from your thoughts, because self-doubt is a feeling, or even any doubt, doesn't have to be self-doubt, 
it's because you haven't done it before. Or maybe you have and it hasn't worked out the way you envisioned it. But when you ask him, when you pray about it, and when you're like, listen, I'm not going to be extremely successful when I get out the first year. It may take me a couple of years. It may take me a couple of months. Who knows? But what you do know is that you haven't done this before. This will be your first time. So yes, self-doubt is going to come up. Doubt is going to come up. And if you go back to episode 40, I talk about what you can do when self-doubt does come up. Because it's going to have to come up. There's no way anyone that transitions out of the military is completely confident that they are going to succeed in that specific thing. They know that they may succeed. They just don't know when and in what and who they're going to be. But self-doubt is supposed to come up because we're humans. We are humans with fleshy desires and we don't know any better. We don't understand the way God works and, you know, the, the goodness and the great things that he has for us. So again, it's going to come up. So first, identi- um, not identifying, but really knowing who you are based on who God says you are. And again, highly recommend that book. Define Who God Says You Are by the Kendrick Brothers. Um, really, really great book. And so the next thing, I want you to focus on embracing what you offer. This is the second thing that I want you to focus on that's going to help you take this consistent action. What you offer, this is what I mean. What do you bring to the table? What skills, what sets you apart, right? And, you know, obviously a lot of people are like, oh, what's the value, yada, yada, yada. But here's the thing. God has given you a gift already. You have certain skills that you've, yes, you're fine, you've built, you've um, done in the military, whatever career you're in, you've pretty much gotten them down packed. But what exactly is it that you offer already without having to you know, do much thinking or much work? That's what I want you to focus on. Like, what is it? Because most of you are going to be confused. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I still want to, you know, get married, have kids, and yada, yada, yada. You don't have to do a thousand things. All I want you to focus on is what do you have to offer? And by that, I mean, what do you bring to the table? What skills, what sets you apart? What gifts God has blessed you with already? Like I said, clearly, I am not blessed with patience. So me working with kids is out of out of the out of the picture like I just cannot imagine working with kids because I mean I would love to but I know that that's not my my strong suit that's not where I see myself not only um doing well but also it's not something that I know comes easy to me something that I'm gonna have to work really hard now I'm not saying I would never do that of course I, I love kids I love my kids I love other kids but it's not something that I'm like yearning to do right I love to do more of the um, exhortation. You know, how can I help you? And you, I'm meaning adults, <laughs> right? This is why I love being a coach. This is why I love working in HR and, and doing that in the military and doing that in the civilian sector. But at the same time, I know exactly what I bring to the table. I know the skills that I bring to the table. And so that's what I want you to focus on. What skills, what exactly sets you apart as who you are, right? Who, who God has told you that you are. And number three, intellectual property. A lot of us forget 
that we have this thing called our brain that has not only gained a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge, a lot of different things based on your specialty. Now, of course, you've heard this before. Oh, go do something that you're doing in the military. If you were HR, go do HR. If you're logistics, go do logistics. Don't necessarily go with that if that's not what you want to do. If you're like, oh, I hate HR and I never want to do it, especially not in the sector, don't do it. What I mean by intellectual property is what you know as a problem solver. Really ask yourself, what is the specific value that I have not only attained, acquired, but also what is it that you want to continue to offer in this next career opportunity? And it could be anything, right? Like for me, it's all about systems and processes. I love sharing that. I love going into a new team and just doing that from scratch. That's just what I love to do. I did that in the military. I set up this whole global electronic approval routing system at the core level. And everyone was like, it's going to take forever. It's not going to work. But it was a lie. I obviously had people, the um, experts helping me. But at the same time, it took some skill, some intellectual property that I had learned previously to put that together. And I want to continue to do that in the civilian sector. And I do that with my clients, with building their own systems so that not only they can um, continue to do this with their families, with their loved ones, with their own personal um, lives, but also how do you continue to, to share that? And so, like, again, what is it that you have to offer? What is it that you want to continue to share with others? What is your intellectual property that you want to share and provide in this next opportunity, in the next um, chapter of your life, whatever that may look like? You don't have to go and work into corporate. You don't have to go and be a federal contractor, whatever you know, most military veterans do. You can look elsewhere. You can work for a nonprofit. You can, again, build your own business. You can do your own podcast. You can do your own coaching. You can do your own real estate, whatever that looks like for you. What is it that you're going to continue to offer? It could be problem solving. It could be as simple as that. You can work in sales, whatever that might be. And so again, being intentional with creating, right, like I talked about in the last episode, versus getting sucked into consumption. How do we do that? The three steps that I gave you today is, one, knowing who you are based on who God says you are. Two, think about what you're offering, what skills you bring to the table, what's setting you apart. And three, the intellectual property that you've gained. It could be as simple as a, being a problem solver. What you know based on what you've learned. What is it that you want to continue to offer in your next career opportunity? And this is how you can begin to embrace this transition and really start getting this, um, this opportunity to plan for the possibilities that are out there for the future. It may not be something that you're going to be doing now, but it's something that you will be doing sooner than later, regardless if you have 10 years left or 15 years left before you transition because you just never know and it's better to start building this skill because it doesn't have to be a career transition it could be as simple as like okay what else could I be doing what else really drives me 
that I can start doing now to help me in the next three to five years. Because I wish I would have done this 10 years ago. That would have been a completely different transition, completely different um, conversation. But at the end of the day, it's really what I think it's made me also a better human. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode not only has been beneficial to you, but it also encourages you to get started on this planning and really being consistent, focused on taking consistent action based on identifying on how you're going to sell your, start selling yourself, how you're going to market yourself in a different manner by using these three steps. All right, ladies, have a beautiful rest of your week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey lady, if this podcast helped you, challenged you, or inspired you in some way, please leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with another military sister. Helping you integrate balance, prioritization, and growth in your relationship with God is my ultimate calling. I'm so blessed that you are here. And please join us in the Faith-Led Military Women community on Facebook at bit.ly forward slash beyond the military GRP. Again, it is bit.ly beyond the military GRP. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.